0: In Trump Time, truth, straight, no chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room is brought to you by Getter, the Twitter killer. Sign up for Getter today and strike a blow against cancel culture. Getter, the Twitter killer, an ultimate in social media engagement. Now here's Dr. Peter Navarro deep in the D.C. swamp from the In Trump Time War Room. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro, and welcome to episode 17 in the
1: In Trump Time podcast. This will be one of the most important episodes of the series to date, as it will provide what I think is a crystal clear explanation of how both the stock and bond markets are now signaling the stagflation scenario that I've been warning about since January of 2020. While most of you may know me as the guy at the White House who worked on trade policy, before coming to serve on behalf of President Trump, my core competency, as they say in business school, was forecasting both the economy and the stock market. And I was pretty good at it. For example, I called the stock market crash of 2007 in November of that year and urged all of those who had subscribed to my investor newsletter to go to cash. That was damn near the top of the market and a very good call. I also warned of the housing bubble in 2006 and predicted 25,000 on the Dow right after President Trump got elected in 2016. Both of those forecasts were correct as well, as was my warning in 2006 in my book, The Coming China Wars, that Communist China would likely inflict upon the world a deadly pandemic that might kill millions. In this episode of the podcast, I discuss with Steve Bannon on his War Room show the short The Market Call I made on November 10 of last year on Steve's show. Since that time, both the NASDAQ and the small-cap Russell 2000 indices have fallen significantly. Today, the Dow Jones Industrial Average And S&P 500 finally moved sharply down, as I have been predicting. The important point to take away from this podcast is that a simultaneous drop in stock and bond prices, such as we are now seeing, is a clear stagflationary signal. Usually, stock and bond prices are inversely related. For example, if stock prices are falling, that usually indicates a recession is coming, and therefore lower interest rates. In that scenario, bond prices rise. But when bond prices fall as stock prices are falling, that indicates we are also going to see significant inflationary pressures because bond prices falling mean that interest rates are rising. That is one of the most important relationships in financial markets to understand. That is, bond prices are inversely related To stock prices At any rate, please do not construe this podcast as financial advice The whole point of me following the markets Is to simply use the stock and bond markets As leading indicators of where the economy is going The buried lead here is that the financial collapse we're witnessing now Is purely a Biden-made collapse So enjoy this podcast, gloom and doom though it may be And be sure to write a review, which helps this podcast reach a broader audience.
0: This segment of the In Trump Time podcast is brought to you by Steve Bannon's War Room. Join Bannon's War Room posse and get tomorrow's news today. All signal, no noise. Bannon's War Room. So at some point, it's a game, Steve, of musical chairs where at some point,
1: uh, the big Uh, short starts. And now, now, uh, hang on, Uh, January 2021, I said this would be the year big shorts. Two weeks ago on this show, and we're going to get a clip of that for the five o'clock show. I said I'm going today. I'm going short on this market. Okay, so so this Bannon's War Room. Okay, is if is, is you, you, you you can choose to watch CNBC, Bloomberg, or Fox Business or Bannon's War Room, and this is the only place where you got well, a we short call. call.
2: We... Okay, so that was from uh, your original call is back on November 11th. Let's walk through this. What, what, what happened today, bottom falling out of the market, for what reason? I want to walk people through the, because we're trying to teach people ca- how capital markets relate to government finance and how that relates to, to their lives. Since you're paying for it, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I want you to embrace. It's your money. And with money comes power, and with power comes control. Are we all set on this? We're going to connect one data after the other. The the thing that has happened is that people haven't told you you've had power. You have all the power. And, and they don't want you to understand this because they don't want you to use that power. You have all the leverage. Goldman Sachs, M&A Department 101. Who has the leverage in a transaction, in a deal? It would be you, deplorables. Awaken to your own power. Peter Navarro, what's happened here? You and Cortez back at the – we'll come up on one year anniversary, I think, Thursday – of this illegitimate regime, and uh, you guys called it that afternoon about stagflation. Uh, but, but now we're seeing the, the reality of it, and it's hitting capital markets. Walk through what's going on.
1: Yeah, November 10th, uh, called a short on the market. Uh, basically, Steve, the principle here is that both the stock market and the bond market are leading indicators of where the economy's going. So, for example, when you have the stock market begin to go down, that's going down on an expectation of lower earnings because of slower growth. That's the stag part of stagflation. When you have bond prices plummet, interest rates are inversely related. So bond prices down means interest rates up. That's signaling the inflation part of the stagflation. So all we're doing here, Steve, is like when Cortez and I back in January um, say that there's going to be stagflation over a year ago. And then November, I make the market call. It's basically everything's coming along. It's a Biden inspired crash. Biden unwound the Trump policies. That's going to slow growth down. Congress and Biden are spending way too much money and being accommodated by the Fed. That's going to drive inflation up. This isn't rocket science. The problem with uh, the the financial news networks, both Fox Business and CNBC, as well as Bloomberg, they never want them to say the S word, the short word, okay? Because it's a big cheerleader for equity markets. But when you see Goldman Sachs drop 8%, the Dow dropped 500 today. And by the way, since I made that call on November 10th, both the Russell and the Nasdaq went down very, very significantly. The Dow and S P okay. <laughs> five hundred have been kind of like hovering. Now it's like <clears throat> boom, Katie bar the door. So it's, this it's is the, this is a Biden engineered the, crash that yeah. is
2: coming. It's a slow motion train wreck. I, I just wanna a couple of things people understand. When he talks about the Russell index, that's that that I think they take every stock that probably trades. That's Small caps. That's every that's everything. 2,000, small cap. 2000
1: grow- companies. Yes. Small caps. You Rough got the SP five hundred, yep. which are the top top ones. You got the Dow, which is the industrials, and then the NASDAQs is all the tech, the Amazons and all of that stuff. And and what you're seeing now um, is each of these markets have taken turns. That the, uh, the the techs and the small caps led the way from my market call in terms of going down. Now the big caps, the Dow. Um, is catching up to that. But look, the, the point here for your for your viewers, I'm not giving financial advice here. What I'm telling you is an economic forecast based on the stock and bond market. And and Steve, the other subtle thing here, a little Econ 101, you don't often see bond prices and stock prices go down at the same time. They're typically yeah. inversely related yeah. because if stock prices are going down, that's recession. That means interest rates are going down and bond Prices are going up. The fact that that's not happening here is the strongest signal of stagflation because stock prices down, stagnation, bond prices down, inflation go down at the same time. Stagflation forecast.
2: Um, write that in English. I can't understand it. I'm, my producer is handing me something. Um, I want people also, here's the more fundamental thing for people in the audience right now, other than capital markets, because capital markets are, are reactive to this. You've had these cheerleaders like Jim Cramer and others, Jamie Dimon, up there cheerleading for Biden's economic plan, which we've said is a disaster. And and Cramer was on TV saying the greatest economy in his life, in his life, just a couple of weeks ago. This is right now, you got oil at $85 a barrel. Right. They're they're about to announce the uh, they're they're going to redo the forecast for the first quarter, a slowing of GDP. They just you could see the hint of that yesterday. The reason Goldman Sachs is so important of missing their earnings. Why is that important? Why do we focus on that? Because in this complex financial capital market driven world, who would have a better understanding of it than Goldman Sachs when they miss earnings that badly? That is a bad. So everybody in in the world capital markets and they going, hey, if the Goldman guys missed it this badly, it's worse than we thought. Okay, that's why the stock's off so much. You have every hey, see, indication. Let me, let me right say, now. yeah, go ahead. See, sure, let me ahead. say
1: one thing about your alma mater here. It's like when when expectations <laughs> are missed. That's not Goldman inside Goldman missing the expectations. That's the analysts watching Goldman. You can bet yes. your sweet bippy that the people inside Goldman knew exactly what was common. And they were probably taking appropriate <laughs> countermeasures inside. I'd love to see what they were doing in their own portfolios. But Goldman, look, let's be clear about Goldman Sachs. I know you worked there at one point. You got the hell out of there. Uh, and God bless you for that. But Goldman is the big offshore in the sky. Goldman is why we have fragile rather than resilient supply chain. So nobody should shed a tear uh, for for Goldman Sachs. I think the bigger problem here is that what we're seeing now is an across-the-board macro collapse. And I go back, I always love to go from the micro up. Here we are in Washington, D.C., Steve. Muriel Muriel Bowser, the mayor, has killed killed this city. It's like a neutron bomb yep. has hit this place. There's nothing going on. You go to the Safeway, nothing. there's no food it's on e- the shelves. You go it's, to a it's restaurant, East it's vax cards. E- so you've got it's stores that are saying we're closed here yep. for the next two hours because we don't have staff. And this is all vax mandates. It's just just Biden incompetence and Muriel Bowser incompetence. You know, Chicago, New York all of our major cities are creating these service sector refugees that are going to have nowhere to go okay. and the markets are catching up
2: <laughs> to all of this the housing <laughs> hang right a a away, the yeah, is the, po- the next one to yeah. roll over big time this interest let's play can we play the supply chain thing from cnbc to reinforce what navarro told us here cnbc
1: Obviously, China is going to do what China is going to do in terms of imposing restrictions. But how much of this could be at least positively impact by moves that the Biden administration takes? Uh, I, I think there's limited possibilities for the Biden administration to solve this problem. Look, what determines prices are the goods on the shelves, the goods back in the warehouse and the goods on the way from the manufacturer. All three of those things are challenged right now. And so until we build up inventories in the warehouse or from the manufacturer, we're going to have some trouble with prices. It's the reason why the Fed has pivoted, the Federal Reserve has pivoted and now sees Omicron and virus outbreaks as inflationary before they were worried about the idea that, hey, it would reduce demand. That's not the problem. The problem is it reduces workers. It keeps uh, goods from getting to, to the stores. And so right now, what that means is the Federal Reserve <laughs> is more concerned about inflation. they going to raise interest rates more this year. And that's one of the reasons why the market this morning is taking it on the chin.
2: This is yeah. about the supply. But See, why about don't the they watch hang- the war rooms?
1: You've been saying H- this stuff. On, they for do- like, you-
2: <laughs> yeah. Hang on oh. a second. Hang on a second. Yeah. Harnwell's reporting, you're talking about the spread of Omicron into the port cities of uh, of uh, China. The uh, zero hedge with the mother of all supply chain uh, tsunamis is coming. CNBC's finally awoken to that, and now they're nervous. Peter Navarro, take, give us a minute on supply chain, on this inflation, on the firestorm of inflation is just not demand pull by the overprinting of money and spending. It is also on the demand on the push side on supply side, which you call the broken supply chain, sir.
1: Well, the, the the universal vax policy was like a death blow at the worst possible time for the supply chain. And it began months ago because you had you had you know truckers, you you had pilots, you had warehouse workers, a certain fraction of that workforce simply would not cooperate with universal vax policy. And you have like Threshold effects. If suddenly in, in a port things are piling up, it, it becomes impossible to unpile them. That's where we're at now. Where we've got is where it's coming at us from China now. Tianjin. I can't emphasize how big that port is and how important that port is in terms of the export machine that's called China. And what I see as kind of the next shoe to drop is China is going to begin to protect their own. Supply chains they are not going to be shipping us parts so factories can produce here at all. They're going to keep it all there. That's going to exacerbate everything else that we've got. And by the way, this whole Olympics thing, it's its its absolutely critical that those Olympics get, get canceled right now because what's going on there? I think I think Macbeth said it first and Bannon said it second. Something <laughs> wicked this way comes. There's something really really bad going on in china right now with some kind of mutation it looks like and that's why beijing is freaking out and closing everything up you can't get a flight now yeah. from the united states be to china
2: because you're be fearful
1: of, of what's you're, going on you're this the guy you're gonna oh, you,
2: you overruled fauci you overruled fauci real quickly how to find you on getter the torture killer
1: Real P. Navarro, and it is the Twitter killer. It's, Twitter stock is down since Getter debuted in July. It's gone down 50%. from something like 70 now yep. to 35. Yep. So the markets we, the markets tell you yep. the truth.
2: Okay. We got a bounce. Fantastic call. Go back to work. But we're, we'll pull you back out tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah Dr. this Dr. is Peter like Navarro. vacation,
1: Steve. I'm getting a tan from
2: Dr. the lights. <laughs> Senator Roger Marshall next on Tony Fauci in the war room.
0: This segment of the In Trump Time podcast is brought to you by Steve Bannon's War Room. Join Bannon's War Room posse and get tomorrow's news today. All signal, no noise. Bannon's War Room.